Okay, so um, yesterday we saw piece Vav over here on page Shinchas, uh, Shintes. So, I mean, again, piece Vav continues on, but, uh, but again, there was one idea that, that he mentioned, which is going to be a continuation throughout the piece over here. But it's, uh, it's a very important use site. She said there's two, again, just a chazer quickly, right? There's two types of, of Shefa that the Rabbana Shalom sends to the world. There's one that's called uh, you know, aziv achias ha'elumis. That's what it's called by by the Rizal achias ha'elumis, a shefa that just is is sort of maintaining the existence of reality. And then you have what's called the chias of neshamas, which is more more pianistic, on top of surviving, but spiritually thriving, and and so on. And so in the in 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 many places in the Rizal, that's what you saw yesterday. In many places in the Rizal, the zivug, the um, you know, the, the, to initiate a chef of chiyas ilumis happens on its own, right? Mashenkin, all of our avoida in order for, that we need to initiate, and like he said before, we have to go to a place of ayin in order to bring shefa down. That's all within chiyas um, of neshamas, that higher dimension. Now, the truth is, again, just to explain, it's not entire that it, it that that is certainly true. That that certainly was true in the beginning of creation, right? Because in the beginning of creation, in order for things to initially get started, for there to be a creation, right? There was no one here to motivate it, right? So Oilam Chasid Yibana. So certainly the first, you know, Shefa of creation of, of just reality itself that happened Mamash on its own. Kiviyachol, the Rebbeinu Shlom motivated that within himself, and there was no there was no one else to motivate it. And uh, then Adam is here. So now Adam is able to motivate the chiyas, the, the shefa of neshamas, or that higher level of experience. But going forward, that's the question. Is the, is the, is the, the, the shefa of chiyas ilmas taka still purely from the Rabbanu Shalom, or are we involved? So as I said, from the reason of a few places, he, always, he, he definitely makes you know, indications that it happens on its own. You know the the problem is that even the Rizal himself indicates in certain places. Otherwise, I'll mention I'll mention one in a moment. But there's a famous uh, teaching from Rechaim Belozhner, and everyone from Yeshiva knows that Rechaim Belozhner said. It says in Pasuk, "Im leibrisi yom velayla, chukish samti." So if it wasn't for my laws and so on, there would be no world. So it says Rechaim Belozhner, the name of the Vilna Gain, that it means that if there would be one moment right in the world without any learning, then the world would cease to exist. Right, rotates to exist. That's why in Velazhin, it's a twenty-four hour rotation. Right, it's, uh, it's anything like that. He's not the, the Rechaim Velazhin is not the first one, not the only one to say such a tire, But that's the idea. Well, the problem is, how does that work? How does that fit? Because to, to sustain the world is chiyas ilumis, and if chiyas ilumis happens on its own, then 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 what does it mean that if there's no Talmud Torah, the world will cease to exist? So listen. So you could be madchik. You could say that. Chayv doesn't mean simply that there will be no world, because Anachanami, the basic foundation of just existence itself, is still just like initially it was from the Rabbanu Shalom on his own, so it continues to be from the Rabbanu Shalom on his own. Was Chayv Lozhen mean that there will be no world? Maybe it means, uh, you know, a deeper experience of the world. There will be no, no, uh, it, we would just be surviving, not thriving at all. All right, it's a little bit of a daichik. He doesn't really say that. The words are. You know, in my breezing, there'll be no, uh, there'll be no mitzvahs, there'll be no world itself. <clears throat> and the truth is more than that. The Rizal writes when he when he talks about the Asaru Gemalchus, 
which is something that, interestingly enough, obviously it's focused on Tishabov, but we also mentioned it on Yom Kippur, right? The Asarah So the Rizal says that one of the reasons for the Asarah was, is that the level of Avoida that is required to keep Chiyas going was, was becoming weakened. And the Rabbanishon foresaw throughout the years of Golas that it would be like almost, that it would be very, very difficult to keep that up. So the Rabbanishon made this in the and the Mesir's Nefesh of the Sarogimalchus, it sort of fills up the quota of Mesir's Nefesh required for Chiyas Eilamis till Mashiach. Chiyas Eilamis needs the Mesir's Nefesh. I thought Chiyas Eilamis happens on its own. So which one is it? So, so, so one way to say it, and just a thing is like this. The, the initial moment of creation was Oilam Chesed Yibana. So Chesed, true. But ever since then, everything that happens in the world, including just reality itself, the Rebbe wants us to be participants in. The Rebbe wants us to be Mishtatif. And so, and, and why is that? So very simply, one reason is, is because the Tachas Abriya is to become, is to have Dvekas with the Rebbe to to experience oneness with Hashem. And anything else, and, and just like Hashem Yisbarach, everything He does is, you know, is, is, is something that Kivyachal, not that He earns, but something Kivyachal that the Ravon Shalom is doing within Himself. It's not, it's not being given a handout. He is the Creator. He's, he's active. He's the one that's doing. So anything that, so in order for us to experience Him in the deepest way, it means that everything that we experience should also be in a way of us doing so Rabbanu wants since creation that everything should be something that we're involved in. He wants us to be active participants in everything. But when it comes to, so therefore, when it comes to what's called, again, a shefa of neshamis, of, uh, of, of, of a deeper experience of reality, that requires a mysterious nefesh, and that depends on every single individual person. Every individual person, lefiv their madreg of mysterious nefesh and devotion and attachment to Yiddishkeit, to that extent they'll get chiyas of neshamis. When it comes to Chiyas Eilamis, though, the, just the, a level of Shefa that maintains all things, so the Rabbanu Shalom also wants it to be in our hands, but not completely dependent on us as individuals. The world is sustained by the general, this is how many Mekobalim explain, that the world is sustained not by a particular mitzvah or a particular avoid by an individual Jew. It's sustained by the collective whole of Klai Yisrael and their collective devotion to the Rabbani Shalom. You can't blame it on any particular mitzvah, and you can't say, oh, that's the Indian. But it's just a general, the, the general, like, um, picture of, like, what's the matzav? Like, the general matzav. When the general matzav of Klai Yisrael, as long as Klai Yisrael is, is, is is attached to Avodah Hashem, and to serving the Rabbanu Shleilam on a very general, wide lens type of thing, that's what's sustaining. That's what's sustaining the world. So you can't say it's one thing; it's another thing. And that general devotion of Klal Yisrael is almost—it's almost God-made. It's almost a matanim and a shemai because every individual person has bechira. And so, whether you do a mitzvah, you don't do a mitzvah. It's kind of bechira, you know. But when you, the more you zoom out, the less bechira there is. So on the one hand, the Jewish people bechalal. Are bali bechira. It's made, the Jewish people are made up of individuals that are that are able to choose, but all of a sudden when you have this like 
you know, this big entity called the Jewish people, kind of they lose their Bechira. And there's this general innate, natural, magnetic pull towards the right thing, towards the Rabbanu Shalom. And again, even though many of Klai Yisrael don't know what the Rabbanu Shalom is, what Yiddishkeit is, somehow they do. Somehow they do. And somehow, there's, you know, Klai Yisrael is still connected to God. And that, that natural inclination... That is almost, it, therefore it's like when we talk about this, the, the, the avoida that's required, is there avoida required to sustain the world? Or is avoida only required to deepen our attachment to Elikus in the world? Well, the answer is, so is there, is there avoida required for Chiyas Elmas? Yes and no. On the one hand, there technically is avoida required, but it's not the avoida of the individual, it's the avoida of Kloyas Knesset Yisrael. And Kloyas Knesset Yisrael isn't much Bali Bechir, you know, so it's sort of whether we want it or not, whether we realize it or not, collectively we are devoted to the Rabbanu Shalom, and it's that devotion on a collective whole that sustains the world. And so, this is where you get a little bit of both. Now, Larizal said that the Sarukim Malchus were those ten tzaddikim were sort of the the you know sort of represented Kalalias Knesses Yisrael for all time, and by them being Meisur Nefesh, that reinforced this collective, magnetic pull that the Jewish people have towards the Rabbani Shalom. And so this is what's happening. So, so, so Rosh Hashanah, when the Rabbani Shalom restarts the system, right? So he re, he's restarting the system in both ways. He's restarting the system in terms of, of Chiyas Eilamis and in terms of the Shams. And that, and, and, and our Avaida is therefore multifaceted. Our Avaida is to be Meister Nefesh, to push ourselves as individuals in order to experience Chiyas of Neshamas, that deeper level of thriving in the world, Ruchnias, wise. And then there's also an aspect of us sort of connecting to Klal Yisrael and embracing our almost, almost uh, innate and just, just, you know, sort of nature as Jews of being drawn to the Rabbanu and being part of that wave of the Jewish people. Just running towards Hashem and just doing everything we can to connect to that. And that enhances our, our connection to the chiyas of, uh, of Eilamis. This is why, you know, again, that's why Yom Neroyim, it's a funny thing, because again, there's, obviously we're individuals, but the davening is very collective. It's very collective, you know. And so it's a, it's a little bit of both, because we're trying to connect to both these types of shavas that come down. So that's, uh, you know, that's uh, just a little bit of a window into, into this sogi. But as tomorrow, We'll move on, and uh, we'll see where uh, where else this takes us. The is that we should be zayicha to, uh, you know, to realize that our avayda again is one of the biggest sides over here. That our avayda is multifaceted. We're doing some, we do things as individuals, but all of our avayda as individuals is also part of Klai Yisrael's general avayda. Us as individuals brings shefa of neshamas of pnimias, but our our contribution to the collective whole of Klai Yisrael sustains the world in terms of Chiyas Eilamas. That's the, the two layers of our Avayda. Okay. Right. That was the initial connection from...